while you've been out, while you've been at work, while you've been taking care of stuff, we've compiled a composite of the latest and biggest stories of the day to help you get caught up. This is 830 News on the Go. With Wednesday's 830 on the Go, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include new warnings about marijuana products, a homicide at a troubled homeless encampment, and an update on who's playing for the Vikings this weekend. But we start with a new state flag, which is down to three options. Facing an end-of-the-year deadline, the State Emblems Redesign Commission has narrowed the choices down to a trio of entries with another meeting of the panel scheduled for this Friday. In addition, the group made some modifications to the previously announced choice for the state seal yesterday, which includes making the loon's eye red and not including the year of statehood 1858. They say the remaining three flag entries may face similar tweaks before a final decision is made. The group is charged with adopting a new flag and seal by January 1st. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. The Minneapolis School Board has given the okay to a three-year contract extension or agreement, I should say, with Dr. Lisa Sales-Adams. She is their choice for superintendent. Sales-Adams has been superintendent of Eastern Carver County Schools since 2020. will start in her new role in February. The board last night also voting to change the name of Patrick Henry to Camden High School. After its Northside neighborhood, the renaming effort actually began six years ago when a group of residents objected to the name which is associated with the 18th century politician and slave owner. The board now says work will begin on choosing a new mascot and school colors. The Minnesota Department of Health is warning the public about consuming marijuana products that contain illegal levels of THC. The legal limit in Minnesota is just 5 milligrams per serving and 50 milligrams per package of edibles. Consumers are being asked to shop with caution and read labels closely. If consumed, high doses of THC may lead to adverse health effects, such as becoming unresponsive, seizures, or psychotic episodes. The state health department is launching a targeted effort to remove the products from the marketplace through the use of field inspectors, but is asking for the public's help in reporting the illegal sale of these products on the MDH website. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. Police are investigating a homicide at a troubled homeless encampment in South Minneapolis. Officers were called to the camp at 23rd Street and 13th Avenue around 515 last night. There they found a 45-year-old man suffering from multiple gunshot wounds who later died. One man was arrested nearby and a gun was reportedly found. It's unclear if the suspected shooter was part of the encampment as the circumstances surrounding the shooting are still not known. The camp is home to over 150 mostly indigenous people and was due to be disbanded by the city tomorrow. But earlier this week, officials pushed that date back to next Tuesday in order to accommodate those who want help finding another place to live. Records show that police have been called to the encampment 90 times since mid-August. Mark Friday's Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. A Twin Cities artist and activist being remembered by family and friends after being killed in Colombia this week. 50-year-old Tu Shirzhang was visiting the country and on a date when he was kidnapped and killed, according to his family. Zhang's family fled Laos in 1973, arriving in St. Paul, where he graduated at the top of his class from Humboldt High School and later Carleton College. He was also a 2019 Bush Foundation Fellow for his work as a Hmong American storyteller and his social justice work. And the St. Paul Police Department released body cam footage Tuesday from last week's officer-involved shooting incident. Officer Michael Cheetah's body cam captured the moment that 24-year-old Brandon Keyes fired shots at Cheetah while he was responding to a 911 call on December 7th, which resulted in Keyes suffering a fatal gunshot wound to the head. St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter says situations like these affect the entire community. 
community. We are uh, fortunate and grateful that in this instance, the injuries uh, to Officer Cheetah were non-life-threatening. Our prayers, of course, continue to be with him and with his family as he recovers from that incident. And we also know that we lost a community member at the same time. The investigation into the incident by the Minnesota BCA is ongoing. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. Metro Transit leaders telling the Minnesota House Transportation Committee how they're addressing ongoing security issues. Metro Transit Police Chief Ernest Morales says crime on buses and trains is trending downwards this year and that supplemental security has helped them target some of the most problematic areas like the Lake Street Midtown Station, which he says was an overrun station when he first took over. It's now a model station. I would say we still have a long way to go. We know that there are problematic situations ongoing in the surrounding areas, but we're heading in the right direction. Lisa Clemens with a mother's love telling the House Transportation Committee that Metro Transit's allowed them to have a bus shelter team. Well, we actually go on Lake Street into the different uh, shelters in North Minneapolis where the violence starts and have those conversations, calming, de-escalating conversation so that when they do get on the bus, they're in a calmer way. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. There's groundbreaking work being done to understand and treat addiction at the Hennepin Health Research Institute. We are in such an exciting time for addiction uh, research and treatment discovery. Dr. Gavin Bart is looking into which genes influence the formation of drug addiction and the impact of the effectiveness of treatments. Our understanding of the brain, of genetics, is just growing so rapidly that there's amazing work being done right now on not only new medication development, but even devices that can help with neuromodulation to uh, alter brain uh, function. He called the current research promising for all those who suffer from addiction. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. A new reward is being offered up by the family of a woman who was hit and killed last month. Sean Donovan is remembering his mom as his hero. I was born with one arm, um, abandoned as a one-year-old, placed in an orphanage in China with thousands of other kids. And then along came my mom. She adopted me. Dr. Kathy Donovan was killed November 13th. She was hit by a vehicle while walking her dogs along Highway 169 in Mille Lacs County. And so far, no one has come forward. Millax County Sheriff Kyle Burton. Dr. Donovan was well-known in our county uh, for over 20 years. She practiced medicine. She's personally been my doctor on several occasions, and so this has had a huge hit to our community. Donovan's family is offering a $10,000 reward for information regarding her death. Somebody's been keeping a secret since the 13th of November. Somebody knows something. You need to come forward. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. Finally today, the Vikings, who have used three starting quarterbacks this season already, are gearing up to start a fourth a first in the team's history. Nick Mullins is poised to play this Saturday against the Bengals in Cincinnati. He says although the team has seen a lot of changes, they'll continue to work together to win. Obviously uncertain times for everybody, but you just take it one step at a time. you got to understand that tough things are going to happen in the NFL. you just got to keep your head down um, as a group, and that's what this team did. Obviously been through a lot this year, and the year's not over, so just got to keep our head down, keep working, and... Um, yeah, just commit to the process. The team is also hopeful that Mullins will have receiver Justin Jefferson with him on the field this weekend, who says he will be playing. If the Vikings win their final four games, they will win the NFC North. Thanks for listening to 830 On The Go. You can find each day's On The Go and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsey Peterson, News Talk 830 WCCO.